every second of the day one garbage truck full of clothing is either burnt or uh, put into a landfill now i want you to understand that there are 86400 seconds in a day imagine 86400 trucks full of clothing being dumped into landfill clothes are everywhere if huge stores filled with rows and floors of endless choices weren't enough you can now buy a whole outfit by just tapping a photo we buying 80 billion items of clothing in a year while throwing them away almost as quickly this isn't good news for the future of the planet hi and welcome back to season 3 of habits matter In this episode we're talking about a problem that is so large that as we start to define it many more layers get added. Yes, we're talking about fast fashion. The fashion we know and love. It's trendy, it's cheap and it looks expensive. Like Hasan Minhaj puts it, we want the feeling of luxury without paying the price. And because fast fashion is produced in hordes at light speed, we always spoil for choice so we buy and buy more without ever questioning if we really need that shirt and that isn't all consulting firm bcg predicts that by 2030 the world will be collectively buying 63% more clothing fast fashion is a textured problem that's fraught with many challenges right from how it's manufactured down to how it's consumed and who buys it let's decode the problem thread by thread by unweaving it into its technical adaptive and blended yarns fast fashion i think is the the worst thing that is happening to the fashion industry right now we fail to have a circular business model have safe working environments um and we fail to just choose uh quality over quantity meet divya sani the founder of bodmans an online store that sells second hand vintage clothes from around the world divya is a proponent of slow fashion which advocates creating and consuming clothes sustainably to preserve the planet and its people i know i want to do something in fashion but it has to be something more something more significant than just putting clothes on people and it has to mean something most real world problems are multi textured or blended as experts would say there are parts that are technical or that have clear tried and tested solutions available little change in mindset is needed to adopt solutions to technical problems for example suppose you break your arm The solution is clear doesn't require too much change in your behavior and can be readily delivered by an expert in this case an orthopedic surgeon who will give you a cast but what about the parts of the problems that are unclear and don't have ready solutions we call these parts of a problem as being adaptive there are no silver bullets for adaptive problems they usually ask for a change in mindset habits and behaviors like all other complex real world problems fast fashion too has both technical and adaptive parts it is therefore a genuinely blended problem let's begin at the source of the problem when the clothes are manufactured 
the clothing industry is a 2.5 trillion dollar business and it employs hundreds of millions of people all over the world especially women and we still fail to provide proper wages this is it far from home the manufacturing happens with the cheapest labor in developing countries such as india and bangladesh it's why fast fashion is so easy on our wallets you and i both have noticed a, a jacket in zara which at some point was uh, retailing at 6000 in a sale drops to 1500 so if they can afford to drop a garment from 6000 to 1500 you have to kind of think of what is the cost of making and who is paying the cost of making one in every six people on this planet are employed in fashion but fewer than 2% earn the bare minimum needed to survive according to reports by Oxfam and Human Rights Watch Worker safety remains abysmal to date, leading to factory fires and incidents like the Rana Plaza building collapse in Bangladesh. And yet, the clothing business gives a huge economic stimulus to poor countries. In Bangladesh, it provides employment to some four million workers, many women, and accounts for twenty percent of their GDP. Contrast this with the fact that five of the world's 55 richest people in 2018 were fashion company owners. In fact, Zara's founder Amanshu Ortega was briefly the world's richest man, overtaking even Bill Gates. Clearly, there are no easy solutions here. Should companies raise wages? Should governments enforce new minimum wage laws? Would this trigger companies to shift their manufacturing base? taking away the economic opportunity from those who need it the glaring divides too many stakeholders and no simple consensus makes this a tough aspect to define meet karishma sag founder of the boxer project an upcycling initiative she helps repurpose old fabrics and clothes that have been lying around for generations the biggest problem i have with fast fashion that it's created a culture of waste fast fashion continues to fuel a never ending supply of clothes to cater to the institutions it has created itself like the 52 micro seasons in a year there are new trends and new clothes every week i'm guilty of this often mindless indulgence Recently on my birthday my team made me a set of gorgeous illustrations that captured things that they most associate with me. A deeply embarrassing one was that I don't seem to repeat clothes. As someone who loves good design and fabric color and texture, I give in to the temptations of buying clothes a little too often. Every second of the day one garbage truck full of clothing is either burnt or put into a landfill now i want you to understand that there are 86400 seconds in a day imagine 86400 trucks full of clothing being dumped cultural attitudinal aspects make these problems more complex the pressure to look good and the desire to keep up are sustained and encouraged by factors both inside and outside the fashion industry these attitudes and beliefs are stubborn Sweeping changes in how we think don't happen overnight. They take place slowly and steadily. We may be far from a right balance, but change has started. You have to kind of preach everything you're doing and make sure that any time you notice something that's not in the 
uh, that's not holding the same ethos as your lifestyle you have to make sure that you try at least try to voice your opinion ask yourself the question do i really need this piece is this so unique that i don't have something like this in my wardrobe i am going to wear it at least 10 times or more after wearing it 10 times i know for sure i have a plan for it i am going to give it to my friend or i'm going to give it to somebody who will wear it for at least 10 times or more sometimes it takes you to say it 10 times say it 10 times because or do it for them make them feel guilty and do it for them this is how i, I this is how basically i kind of deal with all my friends who aren't as conscious the good news is we are becoming more aware a recent state of fashion report by mckinsey and company found that web searches for sustainable fashion tripled between 2016 and 2019 there are also apps like good on you that track where different brands stand on sustainability so you can make choices that are more informed as conscious buyers we should also be wary of greenwashing the problem of brands trying to look sustainable greenwashing basically means a brand is uh, making claims to make you believe that they are uh, you know sustainable but they are really not and on face value it may seem like uh, they are making conscious choices but at the end of the day they are really not they are just misleading you to believe that they are h&m is a it's it's a pure fast fashion brand but they have a collection called h&m conscious and i think it must be 2% of their entire production but they they say that oh it's a sustainable uh, collection and you know we use plastic bottles to make t-shirts and stuff like that but at the end of the day majority of their business practices are unsustainable natural materials like viscose sound great on labels but did you know that a third of viscose comes from chopping endangered trees in threatened forests I was very apprehensive about the idea of sustainable fashion because I thought it was very limiting in terms of uh, okay the budget of course like you know people especially young people can't afford uh, say a garment that's 5000 rupees it's expensive for a young person so so for such people I say that yeah you know look inwards rather than outwards the beautiful fabrics beautiful sarees that your mother has had or your grandmother has had and you'll see that these these fabrics these sarees haven't really worn out they still look beautiful they still look the same i mean if you just sort of refurbish them a little they'll still be as good as new the harsh reality is that clothes made with truly sustainable practices come with a higher price tag unlike fast fashion's discounts but you don't always have to buy new there's a pocket friendly and eco-friendly solution in secondhand clothes which you will find in several thrift stores for example you could also swap clothes with your friends for every t-shirt we swap we save about 2168 gallons of water that is equivalent to the water a human needs in 2.5 years this of course requires a massive mindset shift a genuinely adaptive problem you have to start somewhere you have to start small is what i feel mindsets can't change overnight you can cut yourself some slack by okay you impulsively picked up something that was you know not sustainable from a fast fashion brand use it till it dies use it wear those jeans 100 times 
at least then you know you know that it, it, you weren't on the fast fashion treadmill you didn't uh, get onto this fast fashion diet where you consumed consumed and you threw it as soon as it was done you used it till uh, till it lasted wear and tear is unavoidable embrace it get into the habit of oh if my jeans tore from the knees hey can i cut it off and wear it as shorts will it look cool yeah maybe it will look cool just kind of redo it in the in the manner you think um, uh, that suits you the best and it's and even though some of the brands are fast fashion brands at least were you know uh, increasing the longevity of of the piece of clothing and decreasing the carbon footprint i teach people interesting ways to add personal touches to these garments so uh, there was one workshop i held on visible mending so it's inspired by the japanese philosophy of wabi sabi uh, basically to find beauty in the broken uh, it's sort of uh, it's a it's a philosophy that says don't hide the flaws that you know a garment may have but sort of enhance it with various embroidery techniques Why brands do have a huge role to play to change our habits. This adaptive problem needs us to rethink our choices and refashion solutions. There's hope. Now under pressure, brands are taking active measures to be more sustainable. Reports say the use of recycled fibers is likely to be an established practice by 2025. In the meantime, ask yourself the question do i really need this piece thank you for staying with us also if you're looking for gifts for the festive season don't forget to check out the link in your description box we hate to sound like a spotify ad but hurry offer is only valid till november 15 also because you stayed right till the end here's a special tip You can avail a twenty percent discount on any Harappa course from a solve habit. Just head to our website Harappa dot education, sign up, and use the code Habits twenty. That is capital H A B I T S two zero. The link is in the description box. Happy learning, and see you next time. Habits Matter is a show brought to you by Harappa Education. This episode was scripted, produced, and managed by Nitin Shamsuddin and Soumya Bahuguna, under the editorial direction of Seema Chaudhary. Shout out to Madhavan, our super talented audio engineer, and a brilliant design team for us snazzy creatives. Follow Habits Matter Instagram and Harappa Education on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook.